Welcome to episode 109 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And today I just have weighing on me uh, the thought that the biggest contributor to voice technology not being used as robustly as it could be is has to do with privacy. And I've been working in my course with, at UT Chattanooga and came across a website called privacyspy.org where you can put in a website and you can see uh, its ranking based on a rubric. And as educators, you know we love a good rubric. How do you know if, a, if this is in line with something? Um, how do you come across with it being less biased in a decision. And I know that a lot of developers for voice apps really struggle with feeling like a lot of uh, the things that they, feedback they get feels like a biased feedback based on what they turn in um, and whether it should be passed or not in, and be available for for use. So I really started looking at this website and thought this is what we need for voice where there there's a rating uh, based on personal identifiable information that a skill or, or an action or a capsule or whatever voice app um, could speak into. And for this instance, it would be really hard to do that with what those with this website as it is, but I could see it a calculated ratings. And I just wanted to go over, as I told you, this is from privacyspy.org. Um, and their rubric, um, the very first question is, the very first section is on handling. Does the policy allow personally target or behavioral marketing? Does the service allow you to permanently delete your personal data? When does the policy allow law enforcement access to personal data? Does the service allow third-party access to private uh, personal data? And I, so I clicked on that just to see. And if the answer is yes, you automatically get a zero on that. So I think that's what we've got to overcome. We've got to overcome the fact that uh, these devices um, aren't speaking into the space of third party enough to where they're really able to share or to solidify in people's minds that this is safe. Um, and if we want to see them used in a way that is more robust and not just in education, but across all domains, uh, healthcare, finance, whatever, uh, buying and selling, trading, that type of thing. We've got to be able to see a ranking number that lets us feel comfortable with that skill. Um, there's another section on transparency. Does it, will I be notified if there's a data breach? Is the policy history made available? Will it affect, will affected users be notified when the policy is meaningfully changed? Does the policy outline the services generally, uh, general security practice? And then there's a selection on collection. Is it clear why the personal data is selected? Um, does the policy list the personal data it collects? Does the service allow the user to control whether personal data is collected or used for non-critical purposes? Does the service collect 
personal data from third parties. So um, they rank these questions based on your answer. So for that last one, does the service collect personal data from third parties? Yes is a 0%. Yes, but only for critical data, 70%. No is 100%. So I think we could create something. If there was something like this where I could immediately look at the rubric ranking for both the tool based on how I have my settings and for third party skills, I think you would see um, more skills jumping online, jumping through the hoops to make all these work well for the industry they're trying to reach. But I also think the industries as a whole, the end users, would be more likely to want to use it if they know what the true standing is. It's a mystical box right now in the room, and you're wondering, where is my data going? What's being done with my data? Should I worry about what I say to this? Is it always listening? So if we had a way to across platforms, so this is a great opportunity for all the platforms to to accept the same rubric. And I know that if it's a 7.5 skill on, um, an Amazon device or it's a 7.5 action on a Google device that means exactly the same thing, I'm more likely to have an understanding of the data and the data procedures and what's being done with that data and why it's collecting that data. And data becomes less scary when we understand the significance of why it's being collected. And at this point in time, I think so many of the people that are designing voice applications are having to play within this framework to make things work. And the end user is having to play within a framework, especially in education, to make these things work. Instead of that, what if we had a rubric that helped us understand and move forward. Um, I'm feeling very strongly about this. I have any student that I have in my EdTech course, when they look at EdTech tools and they are trying to decide, are they worthy for educational use? One of the first questions I ask them is, how does this device or this platform or this app collect personal data and what does it do with that data and can you opt out of it collecting that data that's it's so important in educational realm if a person could tell their chief technology officer or a end user that the ranking the rubric ranking for privacy on this is a 8.7 and here are the details then that would be such a easier so much easier way for people to understand what's going on and why and i don't think it needs to stop just with voice apps i think apps in general need to go through something like this where we see a ranking like this on every app think about it in terms of like uh pg g pg 13 rated r um, that immediately lets us know what to be expected. Think about the same thing with song lyrics and the ratings that are on there. The same type of thing needs to be happening. And so that 
people don't worry so much, is this under 13 or over 13? Um, because some of the things that are uh, been have been ranked as over 13 have just been ranked that because they don't want to jump through the hoops of saying it's under 13. So if there was a designated way to understand um, that, oh, this ranking is due to dynamic information or this ranking is due to the fact that they're collecting uh, the age of your person that's doing it so that the responses are more in line with that age group. That type of thing makes more sense for an end user. We know that privacy is a give and take. Anytime we want to uh, use a device or we want to gain access to information, we're giving up a little bit of privacy. So how knowing what that looks like forward needs to be something that is simple to figure out as an end user. Uh, whether you are an end user with a background in technology or not, it should be a simple way to find it. And there's my soapbox talk for today. <laughs>